Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast, where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking, but serving more as a guide for today's episode, which was our first ever live episode. Well, this is the recording of that live show, and it's unedited and in its entirety, I promise you. Our goal for the show was to invite student-athletes to ask Athletic Director Doug Peters questions that's on the top of their minds right now, as well as give Doug the opportunity to check in with our Dragons. And if you missed this live show and you are crushed that you missed such an amazing opportunity, well, you're in luck. We're going to go live again on Zoom and Facebook next Thursday at noon for our Fired Up Lunchcast. Just go to msumdragons.com slash lunchcast, all one word, L-U-N-C-H-C-A-S-T, to register or simply visit the MSUM Dragons Facebook page at noon on Thursday and watch it there. With that, let's listen to this first ever live student-athlete Q&A with AD Doug Peters. This is the first live episode of the MSUM Dragons podcast. It is. It's kind of fun. What we wanted to do tonight was invite people in. If they had questions about what's going on in Dragon Athletics, anything Dragon Athletics, primarily focused on our student athletes. But if the general fan comes along and has a question, feel free to hop right in and ask that question and we'll do our best to answer it. So, Webby, let me ask you this question. Really quickly, name the top three things you think people might have questions about dragon athletics right now gee what's going on in the wide wide world of sports right now uh talking about shortened schedules as that was a a topic of discussion lately when especially can we get back to sports um gosh let me see here well and, and as far as we go there's a couple of sweet things that happened in dragonland as far as uh a couple All-Americans got announced this week and uh, a, a good GPA coming through as a, as a department. So big things are obviously, let's, how, how are we going to get back to sports and what is this fall going to look like? All right. So that's really good. Just for a second, somebody sent me a text. I got to answer it. Hey, give, a quick update on the two all- <laughs> give, give an update on the two All-Americans. So um, I will give an update on the two All-Americans. Um, so we just had the announcement from USA Track and Field, and I just posted a couple of gifts we did of them practicing before they were getting ready to go to indoor nationals. But Chris Cook and Chiron Kemp uh, were both named All-Americans for indoor track and field this year by the United States Track and Field Coaches Association. So, you know, big congrats to those two on their accomplishments. Definitely sad to, to see their season get cut short uh, while they were on site. But it, it's really nice to see both of them get such an honor um, as it's what they've been training for all year. That is fun and it's exciting. Anytime we get a chance to promote our student athletes, we are definitely going to take advantage of it. But let's jump into some of those questions about what's going on in the wide wild of sports. Let's funnel that down into what's going on in the wide wild of sports. Wide, wide. I can't even say those three W's that quickly <laughs> in, in the land of Dragon Athletics. So I think the first thing everybody wants to know is what is going to happen in the fall 
And what our student athletes want to know is we drill down even deeper is what's going to happen this summer. Uh, one of our track and field student athletes threw a question out there to me, couldn't make it tonight, but wanted me to answer the question. Just asking about when is NEMSIC going to open for student athlete use? What does that look like over the summer? So, Webby, I'm just going to answer that question and not let you talk right now. There has been a there's there's levels of teams that are working on our campus. There is one team that's working at a higher level that has athletics, clubs, and other activities on our campus, and we're doing our work and trying to create our return to campus plan in that place. And then below that, within the athletic side, the people that really get the inside workings of summer activities in Nemzik Hall, Andy Scott, Travis Anderson. Myself have been sitting down, and we sat down with our fall sport coaches today and trying to piece together that timeline. And what I can share right now, Dragon student athletes, is that we expect that we will be opening up for summer workouts, the voluntary summer workouts, on June 15th. And so that means into the weight room, doing some uh, strength conditioning, some of that athletic movement, also getting into that place where our out outdoor athletic facility is available following some some parameters that we'll have to put in place and at the same time one of the things the NCAA allowed this summer is voluntary uh, individual skill workouts that means student athletes can request their coach to conduct uh, uh, an individual workout with them so we're trying to figure out some of those nuances as we navigate our way through the pandemic so that's what we're thinking about and what we're trying to get in place for this summer, I'll share specifically again with our student athletes. You will get an email from me early next week with some of those details. We're looking at phasing it in the sense of we know we can't just do it all at once. And today, our fall sport athletes, that be cross country, soccer, volleyball, and football student athletes, you got an email from your head coach with a quick survey, just asking some basic questions because there's there's a couple different things that we think about when we think about returning uh, in, into athletic-related type act activities. I know that sounded really fancy. A uh, couple things we think about. We set an overriding goal is that we want to safely prepare for the 2021 athletic seasons. And so it's, it's looking at it from a big-picture standpoint figuring out what we need to do to prepare to keep our student athletes uh, healthy and safe as we navigate through this. So there's two parts of that. And I know I'm talking a lot right now and Webby is itching to ask a question, but the first part of that is obviously trying to prevent, uh, prevent and protect against uh, the coronavirus so that we don't spread that, you know, all the steps that we need to take in place there. The other thing that we're really trying to be aware of there's been a significant amount of research been done is the detraining that happens when you aren't in those formal workouts is I know many of you are working out on your own maybe it's the same maybe it's not the same but as we navigate through that we're trying to get a fit uh, a feel for what you feel your fitness level is and your activity level is so that we don't jump into uh, activities that are more advanced than the place that your body's ready for Interestingly enough, we followed a lot of the information, a lot of data that came out of uh, major pro league sports strikes and the injuries and the types of things that started to happen 
is there was a, a layoff period, and then you jumped right back into it. And so trying to learn from those things and trying to begin at a baseline piece from our training and our conditioning and accelerating and amplifying from there because we really are focused on preparing enter the 2021 year in a, in a safe, healthy place for, for all of you. All right, Webby, there you go. We have a few more people join us, which is fantastic. What thoughts do you have about everything I just said there, John Webking? Well, my thought is, A, it's a lot to try to figure out how athletics does it, how every department on campus doing it, the university, the scale of it is crazy. But the thing that I want people to kind of understand is, and I I think it's a question for you, is how are you positioning the things you're doing and the, the committees you're on and the calls you're in like what's an average day for you right now and trying to figure that out in, in <laughs> like I know but I, I think it's important that other people know the work that you're doing behind the scenes other than the emails and stuff that once we know we share but what's the work that you're doing behind the scenes to position athletics into conversations of how to enter a re-entry and uh, to position athletics within the university's plans well, I, I think the the first thing that I would point out is I am doing very little of the actual work. And I know that sounds a little bit odd. What I'm trying to do is position what I call our experts uh, in our industry experts uh, so that they can have the tools they need and, and they're the ones doing the work. So for example, as we talk about uh, starting up our, our summer voluntary summer workouts again, uh, Coach Anderson and Andy Scott, they're really the experts on that side of things. And it's, it's getting the right people around the table, asking what information they need and trying to provide them that information uh, so that they can use their expertise to provide the best experience they can for our student athletes this summer. For me, what, how, do, how do I get into that place? I get, I'm fortunate enough I get to serve on several different uh, committees, both internally and externally. I serve on the emergency management team uh, for the university, which is have, handling our COVID-19 response right now. And at the same time, I also serve on the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference uh, COVID-19 scheduling uh, committee. And then on the flip side of that, I also serve on the NCAA Management Council. So I started my week off, I felt pretty fortunate in that I got to be on a preview call with Dr. Brian Hainline, who is the chief medical for the NCAA as he presented and gave us a preview, the President's Council and the Management Council, a preview of the NCAA's uh, resocialization of collegiate athletics. In fact, I just got that final plan in my email right now. So it's, it's spending time with, uh, again, those experts and learning from those experts, figuring out what we can pick and pluck away and bring to our campus here at MSUM. So I've been doing that uh, today. Uh, the Association of Division II Athletic Directors, they had a call about best practices. So it's been, for me, it's been trying to find those resources to put them in front of our experts so they can actually do the work and they don't have to spend all their time getting out there and, and doing research. I mean, that's how I've been spending my time. Well, that sounds like a Zoom marathon uh, <laughs> all day, every day. And, and that's kind of what the, the world is now. But we do have a, a question coming in from the crowd. Let's see if I can pull this off and bring in the one and only uh, Nadir Youssef into the chat here. I'm going to unmute that man. And there he is. Welcome to the live MSUM Dragons podcast, Nadir. 
Thank you, Abby. I uh, just got a quick question for the man, Doug. Um, how do you intend on handling student athletes who travel back to town for summer workouts um, as they will be coming from their homes, which might not be Moorhead? What is that going to look like um, once um, Travis, is, once we're able to have students on campus? Right. So what we're looking at right now and keeping in mind, we're trying to keep everybody as healthy and as safe as we can in preparation for next year. So it's that longer view. More than likely, there is going to be a self-quarantine a little bit of being in Fargo-Moorhead and not traveling all over the region, all over the country. We are working. I am working on something that's called the Dragon Pledge because we all know we're part of something bigger than ourselves. And and probably the best... (laughs) I'm laughing because this brings out the 12-year-old in me to here. Dr. Hainline used one of the funniest examples. When, when he started to talk about the, the coronavirus and he talked about the spread and the prevention of the spread of the coronavirus, one of the things he talked about is kind of like, like a, you're in a swimming pool and you can't have a section of the swimming pool that has an OP section and a peeing section. You know, it's just going to run and bleed all over the place. And, you know, the, any, anytime, you know, bathroom jokes, I'm a 12-year-old at heart. Maybe you can't believe I just told that. Oh, I, I mean, can believe a, it. I can definitely <laughs> believe it. But it, it is that perfect example. And so as I go back and I take that, and one of the things I've that I've learned and how do we apply it is – We've got to help our student athletes understand that this is a long-term piece. And if they really want to be in a position to play their sport, there's going to have to be some compromises made. And so it is going to be uh, putting yourself in a place where we know you're healthy and safe at the point you enter. And then you are doing things that are going to keep you healthy and safe, which are going to include uh, limiting what you do. It might mean that, hey, I'm not going out to that wild, wild whatever on, on Friday night. It means I'm going to stay home and I'm, I'm going to watch a, watch a movie, uh, watch Netflix. As what we, are you watching on Netflix, Doug, when you stay in on Friday? <laughs> well, well, let's see. Last night I watched, uh, it, it, was, it was so-so. It was American Assassin. Uh, you know, so I've been watching a, a series of things. Uh, you, you name it, I've probably watched a little bit of it if it's got any sort of action. I can't do the rom- romance and, and the comedy. That, that doesn't get it done for me. But again, it goes back to that dragon pledge, Nadir. So it's, it's coming in and saying, hey, I'm serious about being a college athlete. I'm serious about having the absolute best year I can in 2020 and 2021. And I'm going to do everything I can to position myself to do that. So I'm going to make sure I'm, I, I'm in a safe, healthy place when I start. And as I start, I'm going to do things that are going to keep me healthy and safe. I'm going to be paying attention to who I'm around. I'm going to be paying attention to who I'm interacting with. I'm going to be paying attention... Uh, to the places I'm at and in keeping myself in a, in a, in a, in a area and in a space and in a place that gives me the greatest possibility of being able to stay healthy. Because one of the things that I fear and that there's a lot of conversation about as we start planning next year is <clears throat> it is uh, a student athlete contracting, uh, contracting uh, uh, COVID-19 and then if we're not prepared, spreading it to everybody else, and then pretty soon your whole athletic department is down. We've seen it happen before where teams have been decimated going into a competition by the flu. This is something very similar, except there is no vaccine. There's, there's really not a known medicine that's, that's going to help it where all of a sudden you can, you can go out and compete. 
I think it was interesting, Bob Bowlesby, who is a, a Dragon Wrestling alum and somebody I also consider a friend. He is also the commissioner of the Big 12. And is the Big 12 allowed uh, schools and, and teams to begin their activities here? He was talking about even once you get on a college campus, it's, it's very much like a Petri dish. And, and what is going to happen is all that interaction happens. And it's really not going to be a matter if student athletes contract COVID-19. It's going to be a matter of when and how many. And so those are the parts we're trying to, to minimize right now, Nadir. And like I said, that means as people are returning to campus, we're going to be asking them to sign the Dragon Pledge. And part of that is going to be saying, hey, I have put myself into a self-quarantine, not locked in a room, but I put myself in a place where I can track where I've been. I know I'm, I'm in a good space and I'm healthy and I'm ready to come in and, and, and knock my summer workout program out of the park. Whether that be a, a football player who really wants to lift a lot or somebody like you who is a performance athlete um, where you know, you're, not, you're not trying to get in the weight room to see how many squats you can do or how much, how much weight no. you can lift. You're trying to prepare in a different way because you're going to go out there and you're going to run six, seven, eight miles as fast as you can against other people. Does that answer your question, Nadir? Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Um, the other question I have. Wait, um, limit, limit one question. Of, what, hey, one question. Oh, I'm just kidding. You can go ahead, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll leave it one more then. Um, a question that a lot of student athletes are thinking, but it's probably one that, um, how do I say it? Like, that's not an ideal thing to do at the moment is you had mentioned um, upgrading the remodeling the weight room. Yeah. What like has COVID-19, how has COVID-19 impacted? Like did that come to us halt of like, Hey, we're going to pause this. We got to focus on how we're going to get back our student athletes on campus and what we're going to do. Like, what is that? What's an update on something like that? Yep. So that is a bigger project that we've had on the books and that we were starting down the road. And it was our goal to renovate our weight room this summer. I did push pause on that, Nadir, in the sense that uh, two parts, it, it was not financial. So let me be clear about that. It was mostly about the trying to be careful how I say this. It was mostly about uh, some of the equipment that we wanted to purchase. So to give you the backside of the story, Coach Anderson, for those of you that don't know, is our strength and conditioning coach. We walked into Coach Anderson's office and said, hey, we need to design your dream weight room. Everything that you want, best way we can possibly do it. What does that look like? What brand do you want? What equipment do you want? All that sort of stuff. So we did that. He identified what he was looking at. And we got caught in a process with some of those vendors that we just got slowed down to. And so that was that combined with the pandemic is why I put a pause on that as we got into that project. here. So thank you for asking. So we'll see. The average person that's listening to this, you might be chuckling, but I will share with you uh, one of the most important things that's happening this summer is because there is nothing happening in Nemzik Hall right now. I'm, I had a conversation in the hallway with our university plumber last week and just the amount of work and access he has, because we all know the building was built in 1959 and we do run into some problems regarding plumbing. And so having access to be able to fix some of those behind the scenes, behind the scenes things, 
that you know the normal person doesn't see and you can't really see every time you go on a workout and you want to take a shower and it doesn't work that sort of stuff we're getting lots of that stuff fixed behind the scenes that here and so i am excited about that another thing that we did that you'll appreciate too is now every single door on NEMS, every single entrance at nemzic hall now is a key card entrance and then we also did it so that if you want as a student athlete you can memorize a portion of your id and use that to get into the building so for example uh, you decide hey you know what i I'm going to go work out um, five o'clock. The building is normally locked or the doors are normally locked. You can just walk out of your locker room, leave everything behind, walk out the door, go run your however many miles you run and come back and be able to punch in your code and be able to get in the building. So things like that are going on behind the scenes that we're excited about here. So it's, it's not like there's nothing happening. That big project of renovating the weight room has been put on pause. Thank you. All right. Good an great answers, Doug. Thank you. Well, Thanks, it's pretty easy to give good answers when you got when you got the information. No doubt yes. about that. All right. And that, so let and me flip. Let me wait. Do Webby be quiet? Oh, we lost Nadir. I was going to well, ask him a question. Oh that's, well, that's too I bad. Can, I can bring him back. I, I mean, I have buttons. <laughs> I have okay, lots well, of buttons right now. Let's bring him I back. I do hope you have that skill, and I also hope while I'm asking Nadir a question. You're following the chat to make sure that any of our yep. athletes that are following along, if they have questions, they can certainly ask. All right, so Nadir, here you are. Uh, you're, you're a student athlete. You, how, I'm going to ask a question. How old are you, Nadir? Uh, 23. So, so you're 23. I'm a lot older than that. I can't even comprehend or remember what it was like. To a lot like you were talking like three times or four times. What's <laughs> yeah, a lot? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I've cut, been cutting all my gray hair off. My, my question for you is, what are some of those things that you're running into right now as, as a 23-year-old, dedicated, highly dedicated, collegiate student-athlete, um, but you're also 23 and you want to go do lots of things? I mean, what are, what are some of the things you're running into, Nadir? Um, the big thing, I think, is just not having a lot of, like, people interaction, like the friends that, like, you come to college for and, like, get to interact with them. I think that's like the, the biggest thing. And then being able to go out in the community of like, Oh, if I want to go get groceries, like shoot, like I got to remember to keep my distance from people or I got to use apps to get myself ordered and stuff. Um, just some of those things. And I don't know, like it's out of my control. Um, I'm only controlling what's on my bus. So energy is just on my bus and let it drive. So all right. I, I appreciate that. Now, let me ask you a little bit harder question. And I'm asking for uh, a professional unfiltered response. So that means don't start swearing if it gets you super passionate. Um, okay. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. We are live. We are live. <laughs> I, I don't have that wonderful mute button that, that I got a seven <laughs> second delay on, man. I mean, we got to keep it clean here. You said you had a lot of buttons, Webby. Not that I button. You got a button. I got that button. <laughs> he, he lied. Um so the NCAA and the administrators went through a process, uh, a couple month long process based on the pandemic and all the things that are going on and ultimately decided uh, to reduce in division two, the number of games that we can play. So that's 
through across every sport, whether it be track, whether it be cross country, whether it be football. You know, what, what was your initial reaction to that? What are the thoughts that went through your head, Nadir? Um, my thoughts behind the shortening of the season, is that what you're trying to get at? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what it made you feel, what you thought about it. Um, yeah, so for the upcoming year, like when I heard the our seasons were shortened, I thought, well, like now that means for us as a team, like we don't get to travel as far and trying to stay more local within our region, within our couple of states. Because um, the farther you travel, the easier it is to contract um, COVID or whatever else is going on. Um, I thought it was obviously like I'm not the one who's in control of deciding how long our season is um, because it's out of my control to leave that to the people who are good at what they do and trust them and follow their protocols. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what they said. It's going to be for the better health of, outside for the people outside of us in our competition so was that a professional answer doug it was thank you nadir uh i just did i did just really want you to remember that we were live and now i'm saying it so i maybe <laughs> should have just said it that way in the beginning but i did want to know i did i did want to hear that perspective from a student athlete i was sharing in an email with our our student athletes that last week the northern sun conference hosted this uh student athlete advisory committee summit uh, which is awesome. It's the premier student-athlete development, uh, non-athletic development event of the year. Nadir, you, you've participated in the past. And Commissioner Land opened it up for some questions, a Q&A piece. And there were lots of intelligently thought-out questions uh, about that decision. And that led us to tonight trying to open this up to see if any student-athletes had significant questions about really anything that was going on. And so... Thank you, Nadir, for giving us a little bit of that student-athlete perspective. Although we have many people listening and in, in participating in this, not everybody wants to jump on the screen, put their face out there, and, and answer some of those questions about, hey, what did it? What really were you thinking when this happened? So thank you so much for that, Nadir. I, I, I had a question here for you, Doug. <laughs> Wait, I thought I was done with that. Come on. <laughs> I don't well, see like, other questions. Yeah, so like the medals. If there's anybody that has a question, please put it in the chat, send it to me, text me, put it in the comments, whatever, we'll get it in. But until you yeah. do, you're going to have to put up with Nadir for a little bit longer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, Nadir, I thought I was done a- answering your questions, but what do you got? I'll give it my best well, shot. Well, like, I mean, I got an opportunity, so I might as well just take full, uh, ch- um, full advantage of the opportunity I'm given here. Um, so I ran by Nemzik this morning. And I saw both gates were open. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that was missing in Nebzik was the dragon wagon. What oh, did you yeah. do with that today? <laughs> Good well, decision. You, Good all you got to do is go on social media. So I would say uh, I thought about Erin Fawns a lot today in, in the fact that uh, she's given me a special gift and I got to wear it today. So she gave me some red and white striped overalls. And what we were really trying to do, for those of you that don't know, Minnesota State University Moorhead has – typically hosted the Moorhead High graduation. And it's a great partnership. In so many ways, our community is built on education. When you think about MSUM is literally 
400 yards from Moorhead High School and all the fantastic student, students and student athletes that have become, gone from spud to dragon. So typically what we've done is with that graduation ceremony on our campus, we've, we make posters so that uh, our future students have a little bit of a memento to walk away that says, hey, from spud to dragon, it's got the, it's got the spud's name on it and congratulations. And because we, we didn't have a live high school graduation this year, we couldn't do that. And somebody, some genius, I'm not sure who it was, in the admissions department said, hey, we, we can't do the signs, but hey, how can we replicate this in some way? And came up with the idea of doing yard signs. And today and tomorrow, many people on our campus went out and stuck yard signs into people's yards. And although we couldn't do it for everybody, we could do it for some. So Chad Markson got behind the wheel of the Dragon Wagon. Scott Westby jumped in with us. And we had a bunch of signs and we went and turned on the lights and turned on the sirens and stuck the sign in their yard. And if they were home, we gave them a virtual high five and told them how excited we were that they were joining the Dragon family. And that even though their senior year was a little bit weird, it's part of life and we're, we're going to have a great experience for you on our campus when you, when you get there. So that's what was going on with the Dragon Wagon today, Nadir. And okay. I'll tell you this. Marcuson loves the siren. I, I, a couple times, I'm like, cut that thing off because we're in people's driveways and it just kept going and going and going. <laughs> I'm like, you're killing me with that. But let me tell you one fun, fun, quick story. Uh, we went to an uh, 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 incoming freshman's house and they knew we were coming. So if they were home, and unfortunately, this young man wasn't home, but his sister and his mom were. And so we pull in and we jump out and we've got, we've got the sign. They're like, oh, he's not here. So then using technology, I think there might have been a little bit of Facebook, uh, FaceTime so that he could watch it and then recorded it. We actually reenacted the whole thing. So that was, that was pretty fun. Uh, and, and the mom said, hey, you, you brought tears to my eyes. And so being able to provide uh, some of those feelings and some of those good feelings today for people was a great lift because it's been a challenging time. Like you said, we don't get to be around people and other people as much as we'd like to be. And it does feel really good when we lift people up. So that was awesome to do. And, and I'll add a, a little bit of piece to that. I mean, these aren't athletes you're going to their house for these. These are incoming dragons um, at some athletes, some non-athletes because it, as we say, we're a part of something bigger than ourselves. And we can throw on a stupid striped jumpsuit and hat oh. and swing out, swing out into hey, somebody's hey, front lawn and make. Hat. This is a sweet red pinstriped hat, just for the record. I, I just think it's really cool that the MSUM community as a whole really jumped on this. Those Cortezes are sweet, though. And I some am, sweet Cortezes. I like those. Hey, That's you, very you, sick. Because you're, you're calling it. You're making fun of it, Robbie. Just, I mean, Doug, on. did you wear the Cortez today? The, the yeah. red striped pants, Go to Twitter. The Cortez, there's there's the evidence. There's evidence. Go hey. to Twitter. There's a tweet about mm -hmm. it. You'll see them. It, they weren't just like walking out of the dragon wagon either. They <laughs> were coming around the back with signs in hand. I mean, it was they. Whoever got the dragon wagon today got an experience that they will not forget. <laughs> it, it was awesome. The first house we delivered to were two twins, um, and they were kind of like, "What is going on here?" Just because we came out, we were super excited to do it. 
But with that, Webby, let's wrap up, wrap up that dragon wagon piece. The deer, thank you so much for that last question. I Find appreciate it. Find button. <laughs> where, where I like that, that button. button. I like that button. I might have to keep that one around. Hey, Webby, let, let's wrap this thing up. For thank sure. you so much for pulling this together. And I'll give you a second here just to put a bow on this and, and close it. But my mini bow is simply going to be this. Hey, thank you uh, so much for everybody that joined us. I sincerely want you to know if you've got questions, make sure you ask, we'll answer the best we can in this time, in this space and time. It doesn't have to be in a public setting like this. There's every single one of you as a student athlete, you have my cell phone number and my email address. You can DM me on, on Twitter. That's probably the place that I live. Reach out if you've got a question because we want to make sure we answer them. And I would encourage you all to be looking early next week, probably on Tuesday. Uh, for some information about reopening for summer workouts and, and those voluntary workouts this summer. So thanks so much for joining us, Webby. Thanks so much for putting this together. Put a bow on this thing. Hey, the MSUM Dragons podcast goes live for the very first time. And as much fun as I had just enjoying the conversation between you and Adir, uh, we want to get more guests in here. I think we're going to do this again. What do you think? Absolutely. So we just got to figure out when we're going to do it. I would love to be able to do this venue on a weekly basis. We might have to experiment with times maybe 5 30 is not the best maybe over the lunch hour is the best but yes we will be back live doing this again for sure so thank you doug thank you nadir thank you everybody watching thank you for listening and watching the msum dragons podcast and of course go dragons that's right have a fired up night Thank you, Doug, Nadir, and the other student-athletes for your questions today. As I said in the intro, the next live show will be on Thursday at noon, and you can hop into the show and join us and ask us questions via video at msumdragons.com slash lunchcast, or you can watch on the MSUM Dragons Facebook page. The first question up in that show is a doozy. It's the trend of college athletics departments dropping sports during covid and the status of sports at MSUM right now. That bomb and more at msumdragons.com slash lunchcast at noon on Thursday. Thank you for listening, and I please ask you to subscribe and share to the MSUM Dragons podcast. Thank you all for listening, and of course, go Dragons! Go Dragons!